0: funny. Yeah. Okay. If you're like me. Oh, are, did you play the. Yeah, because I thought that's what you were trying to indicate. No, no, no. I was going to tell you when to play that, but I love that intro. though. Yeah, that I that I threw together. I'm so I'm, not, I'm my... not
1: sure right now where I'm supposed
0: to be cutting to. Oh, no, two the historic approximations background, which you have done. Hey, we're here in historical approximations. But I, I it, so, good good background dancing, Max. Thank you. If you're like me, you're no doubt a big fan of this podcast, the on film. I mean, who is it? But only the real fans, the true hardcore fans who have been with us since the beginning, since day one, only they would know the two undisputable facts About the both of us, two undeniably real and in no way made up on the spot facts about America's hottest couple, Bunny and May Lin. First and foremost, Bunny, is the fact that when you are not doing the podcast, you are a celebrated ghostwriter. That is, someone who is hired to secretly write a book for someone else. So tell us, Bunny, what are some of the books? That you have ghost written
1: Well I, I think you're still Just a little bit confused about the terms I write on On the behalf of ghosts
0: Ah yes famous. I am
1: I am a ghost writer A ghost writer Because, because the, the pencils Go right through their fingers They are not able to write Themselves They're so, not
0: able to hold the pen. Yeah
1: so I write For them so I sit there with a pencil and paper and I sit there and I listen to them drone on and on and on endlessly. And I just sit there. And I write down what they say. It's like the one of the least exciting of my, of, of my hobbies, you know, uh, yeah. bug masturbation being number one, uh, ghost writing. Cause like, They think they have shit to say, but this shit just ain't important, and it's boring. You know? I mean... Yeah. 1800s dentistry? Yeah, okay, good. You can whittle well. You can whittle teeth. Well, they think it's exciting, because I guess things are just more (laughs) exciting when you're dead. You know? But... Yeah, their 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 lives are not nearly as interesting as they seem to think they were.
0: Interesting. Okay. And the second fact, which is about me, is that I'm a lover of history. I love it, but I'm also a storyteller. So this is the part of the podcast where I get a story from the history books, maybe one that people don't know that well, and reword it via my own unique storytelling razzmatazz. So that is what this is. Another um educationally uneducational installment of historic approximations. Dun, and dun, then dun. I, then I'll say then I'll say funny. Hit the intro and then you can play the video, which I, I, I'm getting better at editing. And I think for throwing something together, that video was pretty good. Yeah. I like it. And to be clear, um, wi- what do you have? A dinosaur head holding a screwdriver in its mouth. Okay. This is more of an audio, like, m- maybe two or three people will watch this on Twitch, but it, we have a lot of listeners to the podcast, so... Well, they are missing the visuals of my son behind me being a wonderful weirdo
1: it's whatever format you're on if you're listening to us on SoundCloud man you cannot believe how many people show up for the live video on Twitch
0: exactly. and if I you're on the hundreds. live video on
1: Twitch you cannot yeah. believe how many people are just listening just like constantly
0: on SoundCloud We do have a lot of SoundCloud fans. That is surprising. Yes. So, hi, SoundCloud. Um, And to be clear, in the video, it has capital H, capital A, capital P. But this podcast is spelled capital H, capital A, but a lowercase p, a small p. We need that small p. It is vital to the ebb and flow of the entire show. America runs on Duncan and this podcast runs on Pete. So uh,
1: I, I think is- I think that is really the whole theme of at least this particular episode of the Pope on film. It is a little pee,
0: a little pee, yeah. a little bit of pee. Yeah. So uh, uh, what is happening on the half this week? Well, this week I thought I would do something different something personal, something fun and different, and above all else, something that I didn't have to ride out and research and bust my ass making. And so today, we're going to be, I just took a bath, and so my hair is kind of crazy. I'd like to think that my hairdo is female Joey, Joey Ramone. Okay. Is the hairdo that I have right now. Okay. So oh now no, I got a little That Can't here. be
1: because you have like an actual neck and chin. Yeah,
0: that's a good point.
1: Where Joey um, Ramon had that like kind of combo deal going down.
0: He, yeah. ca- he
1: had a he had a chin that basically just came down to his chest. Yeah. No
0: neck Joe. Uh Today we're going to be talking about a movie, released in 1996, an Oscar winner starring Thomas Cruise and Cuba Gooding Sr.'s son. Okay. I'm talking about Jerry Friggin' McGuire!
1: I don't think I've ever actually seen it.
0: Oh, Bunny. I might have seen it at once. Hello. It was released on December thirteenth, nineteen ninety six. It cost fifty billion dollars to make, and it ended up making two hundred and seventy three million dollars at the worldwide box office, which is a big win. It won one Oscar. Cuba Gooding Sr.'s son won Best Supporting Actor, which is what gave it such a big box office. Because when it premiered, it broke the record for the lowest gross by a number one movie at the weekend box office. So the movie was, by all accounts, a bit of a failure until seven weeks after it was released, when it was nominated for Best Picture. Now, I have a long-standing hatred for noted cult member Thomas Cruise. Yes. I don't think that Tom Cruise should be nominated for Best Actor, but, um, I, I don't know if there's like Oscars for plastic surgeons That would be good But if they are His plastic surgeon Should just win all the awards Because our, our Tommy Cruz Is almost 61 Years old I, I,
1: I think there should also Be a war, an award a, a lifetime Achievement award For having been able To hide your true height all of these years. Yes. Yes. Good job. Um, We think you're
0: tall. Yeah. Um, now I have a long-standing hatred for Tom Cruise. Um, he's almost 61 years old. His face looks more plastic than a Ken doll. Plus, his religion believes in the Grand Alien Overlord Xenu, and that's a bunch of dumbass nonsense. Plus, um, Jerry Maguire. The film was written and directed by Cameron Crowe, whom I personally have never cared for. Almost Famous is fun. Yeah, uh, Almost Famous singles. Say anything. Vanilla Sky. Elizabeth Town. I've I've never really cared. That much for any of his movies, yeah um not even his academy award winning blockbuster we bought a zoo oh which won which won the Oscar that year in twenty eleven for best everything America was was uh suffering from a disease known as we bought a zoo fever, yes. And then it started the Amer- the popular trend in American culture of buying zoos. And that's how we got the Tiger King. And
1: and it's and it's kind of weird because I am familiar with this movie. I doubt I've ever seen it. But but I am stuck in my head with a choice between Will Farrell, Ben Stiller, and Mark Wahlberg for some reason.
0: Uh you, I think you're in the ballpark. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Okay. Because it was more of like who a is family it? If you drama think about it, than a comedy. If so. you
1: think about it, he actually is like a fusion of all three of those people.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: If if we were to put Will Farrell, Ben Stiller, and Mark Wahlberg into some sort of crushing device and applied the pressure until they became one human being. I think the odds are really, really high. It would be Matt Damon.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably. So you may be wondering why I am talking about Jerry Maguire because I was in it. Okay. Yes, you were. I, I was in the movie Jerry Maguire. I've got a videotape of it somewhere. Um, so I was in the movie. Um, There was an open call in i uh, I'm not sure. Sh- I think it was 1995. It was summer of 1995. There was an op- you don't have a shirt on. Dude, put clothes on if you're going to be on the podcast, Eleanor. You gave me a heart attack. Okay, so, damn it, Eleanor. Seriously, not funny. I hear you giggling, but it's not funny, okay? Please put clothes on. So there was an open call in the newspaper, I believe it was summer of 95 and uh, they're filming a movie and uh, it was going to be the scene was going to be <coughs> a Monday night football game uh, that and so they just asked anybody who wants to to come to this stadium at this time and uh, to be in the movie and my brother and I were just Board. And so we decided to uh, go to Tempe, Arizona, to Sun Devil Stadium, to, to be in a Tom Cruise movie. We hadn't heard of it, but we went. So um, I just put clothes on. But my brother comes out of his room. And he's dressed like Elvis. Okay. And I'm like, "Joe, what are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh. Oh. I've got an idea of how to get in the movie. I'm dressed like Elvis and so they'll probably put me in the movie. Probably give me a close up. I, I I'm going to be I'm going to be huge. My brother was always coming up with uh schemes. Uh I didn't think he looked like Elvis, but a Vegas Elvis. My brother was okay. Vegas Elvis. Is the nice way to say it. I would say it a meaner way, but um, I'm I'm, I'm I'm
1: feeling a little more disturbed that apparently your brother had a Vegas Elvis outfit just laying around just in case.
0: He had these he bought these big huge Elvis sunglasses with a uh, built-in uh sideburns. And then he had like this jacket and he was just he decided he was going to make Elvis gestures for every take and oh they're they're going to love it. They're going to have me be in the movie. Of course My brother didn't star in frickin' Jerry Maguire, but my brother was always convinced of, okay, this is going to make me famous. No, this is going to make me famous. No, this is going to make me famous. So this was his big thing. He showed up as a Vegas Elvis to the movie. I was surprised that... So we got into the stadium, and uh, there were some people there in the front of the stadium and they had like clipboards and I was surprised to see a lot of the people not were, were turned away. Yeah. And the reason was because so this uh, so in the movie at the end, there's a big Monday night football sequence. And so they, that's what we were filming. We were the audience for Monday night football and it's a Mm -hmm. Monday night football game. That's happening. Uh, I think it was. I think it's Christmas Day, is when it was supposed to happen. So a lot of people were thinking like my brother. A surprising amount of the people who showed up to be in Jerry Maguire were um, dressed like Elvis. No, were that would be
1: fucked up.
0: No, it. They were. They were women. Who were dressed up like they're going to prom, like they're going clubbing, like they're having a bachelorette party. And they're dressed all scantily clad and sexy and showing body parts because, oh, Tom Cruise is going to see me. Oh, I can't wait to see Tom Cruise. I hope Tom Cruise likes this outfit. I think Tom Cruise would like this outfit. And so, like, there were normal people. And then, like, every fifth person was, like, this group of women who were just there because they wanted to. F. Tom Cruise. And so they were turning a lot of women away. And also, again, we filmed this scene in summer in Phoenix. But it's supposed to be in December during the winter. And so some people showed up in like tank tops and shorts and they were sent away. Because, no, we can't have you here. But I was I was dressed normally and uh my brother was Elvis and they said, Okay, you guys are fine, go on in and uh grab a cutout, buddy. So 45 um, minute uh, 10 minute warning. 10 minute warning. Okay. So um when you see the movie, you see a full stadium. We filled Maybe a twelfth of the stadium. Yeah. It was not at all full. So they actually had the CGI, the stadium, to be full. And they just showed, like, one or two shots from far away, and then a bunch of close-ups. And the close-ups were us. The Look at the whole stadium. That's all CGI. But in order to save a little bit of money on CGI every third person who went into the stadium was given a life-size cutout human. Okay. And so it was my brother, me, and a cutout buddy. And the cutout buddy sat next to me, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? And My brother got pissed, so he went and got two cutout buddies, because my brother always has to be better than me. So he's got his two cutout buddies. And then, oh, they're filming a scene, and we're all cheering. And like, I'm uh, being all happy, my brother, of course. Oh. <laughs> uh and eventually the shoot went on for hours and hours and hours. And it's it's eight o'clock, it's ten o'clock, it's eleven o'clock, and and most of it too were their shooting scenes where the, the audience is cheering in the background, but Tom Cruise and and whatever, they have dialogue. So a lot of times when we are cheering, we're making no noise. So and then they would just pipe in noise. So, so much of of the the work that we were doing was just Oh, this sucks. (laughs) You know? So we started getting bored, so what we started doing is we started removing body parts of our cutout buddies. Yeah. And so, like, okay, in this scene, I'm going to be holding his leg, <laughs> just taking it. And and so, I'm not in the movie, but there is one close up of the of people in the stadium cheering. And right on the bottom left, you can see um, s- s- a part of someone's head shaking. Okay. Right here, you see a head shaking, and that's the decapitated head of my cutout buddy. Okay. And I'm waving in the air, so I'm technically in it. But um, it was a lot of silence, and it was really boring, and it it ah absolutely hated it. And then there's still all these women who manage to get in, and they're all fawning over Tom Cruise. Um, In between takes, uh, they would play music and stuff like that. Cuba Gooding Jr. was, I swear on cocaine or something, because he kept doing backflips in between shots. Yeah. And it's like, the cameras aren't on. What are you doing? Doing, but he was feeding off the crowd. We didn't even know who Kuba Gooding Jr. was, but he's flipping all over the place like a flying Walenda. And okay, so there you go. They played uh, old time rock and roll from Risky Business, and Tom Cruise did the dance. And I thought, okay, as much as I hate Tom Cruise, the fact that you did the dance, I assumed that Tom Cruise would be, oh, they're playing that song. Well, uh, I am above that now. I am an actor. But no, he did the risky business run and the slide and the dance and everything. And it's like, okay, you get this small modicum of respect from me, Mr. Cruz. Yes. But it was really boring. And so um at the time on, UH, on a UHF station in Phoenix at 12.45 a.m. They would show a uh, mystery science theater. And so um, after midnight, we snuck out of the film shoot to go home and watch mystery science theater. It was the Manos episode. Nice. So my brother and I may be the only people in history to sneak off of a Tom Cruise set to watch Mystery Science Theater. Did you then sneak back on? Nope. We just stayed home. Mm-hmm. It was boring, and we just d- we didn't like being extras. It sucked. So we snuck out, but we still made it onto the movie. Not us, but a decapitated head of our cutout buddy. And that's Jerry Maguire! Hooray! Hooray! I was a part of history! I hate that movie. I actually hate it. Yeah, I hate that movie, and I won't watch it. I, I freaking hate it. Well, yeah, um, I mean,
1: right off the bat, it's like Tom Cruise and sports. That's yeah. two strikes against it with a heavy chick flick element going on.
0: Yeah. No. I mean... And since we're and since we're talking about movies, because this is a movie podcast, um, if there are any Hollywood executives right now yeah. who are struggling over the writer strike, let me just give you a teaser. Well, there's nothing in the rule books that says that a that a sloth can't be a UFC fighter. Hollywood. <laughs> yes. Bad ideas I've got and, good ideas
1: and weirdly I'm also thinking that if you take Tom Cruise sports and a bit of a chick chick flick and you put that under pressure you would also
0: get Matt Damon isn't that weird yeah isn't that weird it's weird now that Ben Affleck has become so famous and um, Matt Damon has become so famous that it's hard to remember when they were glued together. Yes, like when they first came into Hollywood, they were um, conjoined twins. Yes, they were, and it's so weird to like to think in my head, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, like, oh yeah, no, that was a they were a package deal. Uh huh. It was Captain Antoniel. That's right.
1: And it was and and it was better than if you ask me.
0: It was. It was. Anywho, that is it for historic approximations this week. Be sure and join us next time for more educationally uneducational fun. And cut on that.
1: Yes.